Welcome to Hiraith, the home of modern Welsh politics. On Hiraith, we have talked to the candidates for First Minister, but they are not the only party leaders in Wales. In this episode, we talked to leader of the Welsh Liberal Democrats, Jane Dodds. Hello, Jane. How are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, and thank you very much for, for joining us today. I wanted to start by giving you the opportunity to tell everyone a little bit about you. So who is Jane Dodds and what got you into politics? I was born in North Wales, a Welsh speaker, brought up in a Welsh-speaking family, well, bilingual family, really. My nine lived with us and she couldn't actually speak English, so we all spoke Welsh, of course. So, yeah, brought, born and brought up in, in Wrexham in North Wales, went to Cardiff University, then went on to be a social worker, and I've been a social worker actually for 27 years, so child protection social worker for 27 years. With a few little gaps, obviously, you know, I was in Parliament for four months, <laughs> and uh, then, uh, and I'm back doing child protection social work. And how did I get to be in politics? Um, so it is about social work. That's where I started. So I kind of felt, well, I might be able to make a difference for some of the children and families I work with. But actually, what I want to see is more systemic change to really try and help families who find themselves mainly in poverty, uh, mainly in terrible situations, mainly struggling with mental health issues um, and substance abuse and domestic violence. So, yeah, it was from there that I thought I want to do something which is a, a bit wider than the families and children I work with. And why the Lib Dems? Oh, brilliant question. Well, it's not a secret, but I was a member of the Labour Party. Party. For a long time, I was a member of the Labour Party and campaigned for the Labour Party. Uh, I didn't stand as a candidate at all, but I was a member of the Labour Party, went door knocking, etc. And I'm afraid it was the Iraq war. And I uh, resigned uh, from the Labour Party then, went into the political wilderness for many years then. How long ago was that? About 15 years ago um, that I started, uh, that I joined the Lib Dems. And I guess why? Um, because they are a left-wing party. They are a party that believes in giving people the tools that they need to be able to make the choices in their lives. And then actually that fitted everything that I believed in, as well as the reason why I'd come into politics. In that 15 years, the Liberal Democrats have had some highs and some lows, but how would you describe the overall health of the party in Wales today? Well, I thought you were going to ask me, over the past 15 years, the Liberal Democrats have taken over your life. Uh, um, so how would I describe where they are today? Well, yeah, we're, we, we're, we could do better, of course. Um, I guess in the time that I've been a Liberal Democrat, we've, we started, you know, being in double figures in Parliament and we were six, six seats in the Senate. Uh, and... Uh, you know, we, we we went through a difficult time with the coalition, obviously, terrible time. I mean, I, I wasn't that f that at the forefront of that, really. But um, and, and where we find ourselves today, really, is we're still the most pro-European international party uh, that there is. We are still very passionate about community politics and pavement politics, as it were. We, we're, we're internationalists and we're localists. I, I guess, you know, you've got the Conservatives on the right, you've got Plaid Cymru wanting independence, you've got Labour, 
uh, on the other side, and we're in the we're we're in the middle. Um, and what we what we want to do is is work with other parties. That's the key thing that we we want to do. So it's about collaboration. Politics is about being collaborative and looking at how you can work for the greater good. I'm sure those are all things we will uh, touch on in a little bit. So the, the future of the Liberal Party, I, I, we've talked a little bit about it already, how there's been a few ups and downs in the fates of the Liberal Democrats, but, you know, we've started to get a little used to, to not seeing those mighty patches of gold and orange on the map in places like Powys and, uh, and well, Montgomery and Brecon and Radishir, Kerry uh, Digion as well. What, what does it say about the future of liberalism in Wales that you're struggling to win those seats? Or, you know, you're in 2019 in on you, you went, you came third in a seat that you've held for a long time previously. What, what is it about, what, what does it say about the nature of liberalism in, in, in Wales? Obviously, the mighty Liberal Party, once the biggest party in Wales. Are you at all concerned about that? Do you think there is a, do you think there is a chance for liberalism to be a dominant force again in Wales? Absolutely. Um, we've never needed liberal values more than we need it right now. Um, you know, the liberals, liberal Democrats have been in Wales for 160 years. Uh, we are the party of rural Wales. You're absolutely right. You know, we stood up for farm workers, um, you know, the uh, social welfare kind of approach that that was because liberal values influenced those. And, um, you know, it's not always about being in power. It's about what we can influence as well. And, and often liberal thinking has influenced many policies and many different approaches. Um, but, you know, 2019 was a very strange election because it was all about Brexit. So, you know, hopefully we're going to be in a better position now. That's moved on. Um, and, um, you know, I think, I think there's a real chance of us winning those seats back. Uh, and continuing to represent the people of Wales, not just in rural areas, but in urban areas as well. Let's talk about some news from today. So this is the opinion poll that was released this morning. Has the Liberal Democrats keeping hold of Brecon and Ranajer? Do you think that will be the case? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think we will maintain, uh, retain Kirsty's seat. Um, and that we'll win other seats as well. So we'll, you know, there is still a very liberal vision here in Bracken and Radnorshire, uh, and we will absolutely be looking at gaining other seats. Um, but we're working hard, you know, we're campaigning, we're talking to people, and what we're taking to people is is really well received. If Bill were to be elected in, in Bracken and Radnorshire, would you feel any sort of obligation to stand aside as, as leader and, and let the sitting MS Liberal Democrat have the opportunity to, to stand as leader? I haven't thought about that at all. Um, you know, I'm standing for Mid and West Wales. So um, yeah, I'm hoping that, um, you know, we'll win seats all over Wales. So let's wait and see. Um, and it's not about my job really no. at the end of the day. Uh, it's about making sure we've got the best for Wales. We've got the county council elections next year here in Wales. I want to build up to that, uh, you know. So yeah, I, I, I would carry on. You know, I'm not I'm not a Liberal Democrat because I want I want a fantastic career or a wonderful, powerful position. You know, we know that that's not what you're a Liberal Democrat for. You, you're here to do as best as you can for your community and for Wales. Let's talk a little bit about your policy platform. 
if a Lib Dem is elected or multiple Lib Dems, as I'm sure you would prefer, uh, are elected after May 6th, what agenda and what policies will they be pushing when they get into the Senate? Well, it, it's, it's really about ensuring that our focus is on putting recovery first. That's the big thing. Um, we absolutely then want to focus in on the economic recovery. So our businesses, our high streets, our small family firms, how do we support them to both maintain, uh, thrive and grow? Um, mental health, um, big focus for us on mental health. There always has been in the Liberal Democrats, actually. We want parity with physical health. We want a 24-7 mental health crisis service. And we want to make sure that we have in our own community, community uh, first responders in mental health. And then the third thing is around the climate emergency and that would um sort of be a, a like a stick of rock through everything how do we address the climate emergency so yeah those would be the key things that when we're elected to the senate we'd want to see you've previously worked with the green party obviously for unite to remain have you never considered the prospect of of working with them perhaps on a similar pact for this election perhaps for the the regional lists to ensure that the more progressive parties have an easier run at getting elected? So, uh, yeah, I mean, this goes back to the collaborative politics bit, doesn't it? Um, and um, you're right, Unite to Remain provided a focus for us to try and stop Brexit. It didn't succeed. Um, and so we've got something to learn from that, really. Um, and, you know, the Green Party really do, uh, there's lots of policies that overlap. But not many people know, but the Green Party want independence uh, and we don't. We're very clear that we don't. And that, that for us is a line that for Wales in this election, um, you know, we can't see a way that we could work with a party that wants independence. Uh, you know, we're a pro-European internationalist party that wants us all to work together better. Um, and we want to make sure that we remain uh, as part of this big team in this situation, and you know, who knows, things might change. Uh, we can't see um, that being anything that we could work with in order to create that sort of unite to remain part of the UK or whatever the, the catchy phrase would would be. <laughs> unite to remain, it would be, wouldn't it? Really? <laughs> you well, you talk about the EU. Obviously, this manifesto doesn't commit you to, to, to rejoining the EU, but it does talk about wanting to get Wales back into the single market and the customs union. Is that just getting Wales back into the single market and the customs union, or is that putting the whole, uh, well, GB, as obviously Northern Ireland is already in the customs union, would, it, would you be talking about getting the whole of Great Britain back into the customs union? Well, that, that is the only constitutional way of doing it at the moment. Um, we want to do that by 2025. We want to be working with other political parties in order to ensure that happens. And that's not just us working here in Wales, but that's worth working across the UK. That's a position that's um, adopted by all, uh, by the Scottish party, um, by the federal party and by the Welsh party. And the reason, let's just be really clear why that is, that is because we know we've heard that it's best for businesses. 
it is best for our businesses, particularly those involved in import and export, that they have this frictionless trade without the red tape, without the barriers, without the time uh, lag that there currently is. Um, so that's our focus. It's not about us wanting a slogan that says, let's get rejoin in there somewhere in the manifesto. It's because we know it's best for businesses. But it doesn't look like England is ever going to be, well, not for a while anyway, going to be in a position where a party is going to campaign to rejoin uh, the customs union and the single market is going to win an election in England. There's a, I imagine there's a lot of your members uh, who think of independence as a route towards getting Wales to join the customs union and the single market again. Obviously, you are pro-union, but is that something that's never come up in discussions within the party about maybe taking that route as a way of, of being part of a larger union, although a different one? Well, let's just think about that, shall we? There's a couple of things that are, that just to get in there. The first is in the last 24 hours, we've seen Plaid Cymru take a very clear position that with independence, they would not look at rejoining the EU. Now, I think a lot of people will be very disappointed. And actually, last night, we saw a little bit of a rollback on that. Going independent will mean, and thinking that you want to join the EU, although Plaid Cymru have said that they're not going to do that, you'd have to, ha you'd have, to have a border between England and Wales. You'd have to, just like there is one uh, that's sort of operational between Northern Ireland and, I and the island of Ireland, uh, or, or Ireland. You know, it couldn't work. But it's not about it not working, it's about the spirit, it's about the heart. For me, for me, when I campaign to remain in the EU, and I think you spoke, speak to most people in any political parties, and don't forget across all of the political parties, Conservative, Labour, Greens, Plaid Cymru, there were many people who wanted to remain in the EU, and it was more about the heart. It was more about this sense that you wanted to be part of something bigger, that there'd been peace, that you wanted to make sure people could travel without any barriers, that we were all one. That's what it was about. And that's what it will continue to be about. Um, but on business, um, we need to make sure that our business people are supported. And who knows, working together collaboratively, let's see what happens in Westminster in whenever the election will be, 2024. Um, let's see, you know, what that looks like. Who, who knows? You know, it might be something that we, we're able to work with a government to say, this is what we want. Talking about working with governments, that same opinion, I'm having to make sure that's very hard to say, opinion poll by opinion, had it that there's 29 Labour MSs elected and one Liberal Democrat. Would the Liberal Democrats work in government with Labour again, if that were on the table? Another thing you won't hear from any of us is, is what who we're going to work with, how we're going to work, etc. because it's up to the Welsh people. It's not because we're being coy or difficult, but it, it, this isn't about us bargaining with votes. This is a bit about us making sure that the Welsh people have the opportunity to say what they want, and that's what they'll say on May the 6th. It's not about saying we'll work with X, we won't work with Y, but there are some things we couldn't see common ground. Um, people know our values, people know our priorities, and that's um, that means that we're in a good position to get our message across. So on that point, on the point that you you know you couldn't see common ground on, on certain things, what would be a red line for you to work in government? Are there any things in your manifesto that you would absolutely have to have uh, as part of a, a, a platform going forward? 
to, to even consider working in government with one of the other parties? Well, I, I think straight away, I've mentioned independence. Um, the other thing is that we want the Senedd to grow. So we want to make sure there are more powers and more more members, more Senedd members in, in the Senedd. Um, I think there are then issues around how we tackle the climate emergency, that we'd have to see real action and real resources behind that. Um, and that we want to then use that as a platform to ensure there are more jobs, more green jobs um, and mental health, huge issue. We, I don't think we know what the picture is. We, we don't know what the picture is. And, and we would like that to be a real focus for the next Senedd. Whilst we've got you on the, on the question of uh, Senedd and electoral reform, obviously it's been a long standing position of the Liberal Democrats to have more proportional representation. But what does a reform Senedd look like to the Liberal Democrats? Are you pushing for multi-member STV? Are you pushing for a, a wholly proportional system? What do you want? Uh, we're pushing for STV and uh, we're pushing for more of those uh, seats to be in the regions so that there's a bigger representation. Uh, and that's about, let's just be clear why, because the Welsh Senate is only 60 members and, the, the, you know, there is there is more, there are more powers, there are more responsibilities. There is hardly any capacity to scrutinise and challenge any of the issues uh, that are really important for the people of Wales. We've got health devolved, we've got education devolved, we've now got tax bearing powers devolved. We want to see more, we want to see police and criminal justice devolved. You know, they, that would mean that we really should be investing in our democratic um, structures. And that, we think, would give the people of Wales a much better deal in terms of the services that are being delivered and some of the things that are happening here. You're right to say, obviously, that in the eyes of a lot of people, more politicians is never a popular idea, but it's the right thing to do. Is there anything else in your manifesto that you think may not be a popular idea, but you genuinely think is the right thing to do? Gosh, that's a hard one, because obviously it's all brilliant and I think it's quite popular. Um, I think one thing that people might go, what is the debt bonfire? What is the debt bonfire policy, Jane? Would you be able to explain a little bit more about it? Of course, um, we know in Wales that um, people who are often the poorest have the, the highest proportionally of their household income uh, owed towards debt. And that's debt that they've built up through many things. You know, if you can't fix your car and you live in a rural area, you owe people money. If you, um, you know, if you get yourself into trouble, you owe people money. Um, and that is uh, really causing significant stress on those poorest of people. And that affects their mental health and their housing. Look, and I know I, I, I work in child protection and social work. I know what this is about. Um, and what this is, is what our policy is, is £200,000 per year uh, dedicated to writing off what we're calling bad debt. And I think most people would acknowledge um, that they know what bad debt is. That's debt that will never, ever be paid off. But actually, the debt companies have to keep going after the debt, which they buy only at 10% of the total amount. And they have to keep going at it from the families who owe them the debt. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful just to take that stress away and just to say, you've been through a process, we've assessed that actually you'll never pay that off. We're going to pay it off. And that's the end of it. So we've talked to uh, a number of the party leaders across Wales, but why should people on May 6th 
put their trust in you and their trust in the Liberal Democrats? Two reasons. One is that we're focusing on the economy, recovery of it, mental health and the planet. Second, why should you trust us? Well, look at what Kirsty Williams has done in, in government. Look at what she's delivered. And we would say, if that's what one member of the Senate can do, who's a Liberal Democrat, imagine what a team of Liberal Democrats can do for you and your family. Jane Dodds, thank you very much. Thank you, dear Marianne. Thank you for listening to Hiraith. If you like what you heard, please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review.